Whoa, all right. Coming in hot. It's me, Paul Stanley. <laughs> oh God. I'm here to talk about a cause that's near and dear to my heart. Oh, yeah, is that right? Nearer and dearer than rock and roll itself. Really? And that's very close to your heart. So close to my heart. You famously love rocking and rolling. My inside runs through those ventricles. Mm -hmm. Rock and roll. Well, what's this thing that's closer to your heart even than rock and roll, Paul Stanley, from the band Kiss? Helping people in need. It's close to my heart. Really? You could say helping people in need itself rocks. Yeah. It's an extension of rocking. I, I would definitely say that. Yeah, that's one of the rockiest thing you can do. I live here in Springfield now. I'm uh-huh. in, a, in an old folks' home yep. down near the Oak Grove neighborhood. That's why yep. I always wind up popping by the park where you uh-huh. boys record. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And I'm very old. That's why I call you boys, even uh-huh. though you're both grown men. Yeah. Younger than me. Oh well, yeah. I did pick up a pamphlet the other day on the internet. An internet pamphlet? Is that right? Yeah. Uh That's an infographic. It's an internet pamphlet, Dan. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And where where did you pick this up at? Twitter. Twitter Twitter.com. Yeah. Any place specifically? uh, The the cement parking lot of the internet. We just pick up some trash that's been discarded. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that the case? I noticed this one rare instance, and what I saw was the opposite of trash. Was more like gold, Dan. Oh, well. I saw a pamphlet with information about the Southwest Missouri Solidarity Network. Oh, you mean at SWMO underscore solidarity on Twitter? That's exactly right. So you've seen it too? I Yeah, I actually have seen this. Dan, this is a great organization. They are providing equipment mm-hmm. and things that people who are unhoused in Springfield need to get through this brutal winter, Dan. Oh, really? What kind of thing? Something like a... Tints and tarps. Those are some of the immediate needs, yeah. They also are collecting sleeping bags, Mm -hmm. camp pads, pillows and blankets, heavy coats and uh, boots, as well as uh, bus passes Mm -hmm. to help people get around. Absolutely. And I'm sure that you can donate those directly to the Southwest Missouri Solidarity Network by probably reaching out to them via the Twitter DM function. They're on Twitter, SWMO underscore solidarity yep. on Twitter. Find them. See what you can do. A lot of people have that stuff just laying around. You got a tent you haven't used. And Absolutely, they do. Several years, there's a place that you can send that tent that can benefit someone else in your city. There are folks out there who really need them right now. Um, you can also give money directly to yep. the Southwest Missouri Solidarity Network. Uh, I, I hear- heard that the pod... You are going to say that? Uh- I, no, I no. heard that the podcast has done that. Spring Food Mo's uh-huh. done that. Yeah, I've I've also heard that. Uh, but I hear that you can get them that money through the Venmo application uh, by sending it to at SWMO underscore solidarity, just like their Twitter handle. Yep. That's pretty easy. Yep. And, and uh, that money is going to get immediately used for folks in need uh, right, right then and there. I'm pretty sure one time I wrote a song that called any little bit helps. Uh-huh. <laughs> if I haven't, then I will right now. <laughs> wow, I'm looking forward I'm to hearing that. picking up my guitar. On the next Kiss record. Any little bit, any <laughs> little bit can help. This, honestly, this doesn't seem like a Gene Simmons type sentiment to me. This, this yeah, must well, be a Paul Stanley track. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, anyway, uh, I hear that they're also holding things like brake light clinics and, uh, different, Paul uh, Stanley left. Oh, uh, geez. yeah, they are doing that. Oh, wow. Uh, that's really helpful. Um, that, that's actually happening right now, the day mm-hmm. that we're recording, but they're going to be doing other events like that in the future. So 
pay attention to that Twitter and see uh, how you might get involved to help with that. Yeah. We would appreciate it. Absolutely. And I, I know that the money donated there and the supplies are getting used in a very timely manner. Uh, these folks are literally out there in the streets uh, providing the materials directly to unhoused people and people in need uh, without going through any other kind of network that's uh, skimming anything off yeah. the top. So re- real great work that they're doing out there. Glad to uh, be able to run an ad for them here. SWMO. SWMO uh-huh. underscore solidarity on Twitter and Venmo. Please check them out. And I guess that's it, Dan. Sure is. Let's start the show. Spring Food Mo! Springfield, Missouri is actually a lot bigger than Springfield, Illinois, no matter what the lamestream media tells you. Anyone telling you otherwise is thought police, right here in Springfield, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the deep, dark heart of Victor Lurvy Park. You are listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I am your intrepid host, mm-hmm. Andrew R. Carr. Mm-hmm. First of his name, that's not even true. Yeah. And with me is... Daniel J. Howell. J? First of his name, yeah. What's the J? Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. Hmm. Mine's Richard. Richard. Yeah. Richard Andrew Richard Carr. Yeah. R stands for I got Richard. I got the 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 triple sixes on my name. The, the Daniel Joseph Howell, all, all six letters, much like a uh, Ronald Reagan and from the uh, uh, killer Mike track. Just to think, Dan. In nary twenty two days from now, you can tell people you were named after the president. Yeah. I mean, I would have to be renamed after the president, I guess. And you know, actually, no, so you could just tell people that. The, the thing is, uh my parents are big fans of the crime bill. Mm. So, uh they 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 of course in 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 the early 90s before that was ever passed, uh named me after Joseph Biden. <laughs> just just the middle name. No, I think uh I feel like uh my middle brother Travis mm. uh suggested the name Daniel uh, Joseph, I think, was supposed to be the, the first name. It's because he wanted to throw you in the lion's den? Uh-huh. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm going to pitch this little <laughs> baby in a freaking den of lions. I mean, I know they did the childhood equivalent of that to you many times, sure. right? You've, you've many times mentioned that your brothers used to beat on you. Oh, well, I mean, I'd say they used to more beat on each other. I mm. used to just get mixed up in yeah. in, in the uh, thing. But uh, being tortured in, in, a, in a den of sorts, it's not something new to the Howell family, although it's, it, this is more my mother's side, and I'm not going to give out her maiden name as to compromise all my password reset questions. Andy? It's Den. It's Den. That 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 was the link there. No, no. Of course, my mother. Uh, she, her older brothers, of which she has many. She, she comes from a family of eight. Uh, her older brothers used to grab her by the ankles and hold her over the uh, chicken coop and let chickens peck at her. Oh uh, my! Resulting in a lifelong fear of birds of any kind. Mm. Does not, you know, my, my mom's a, a, a big decorator. She likes to put a wreath out yeah. front. And uh, if, if a bird nests in there, it's it's not a cute sight for my mother. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a legit fear from from the torture inflicted on her by uh, her older brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the stock flight, I'm coming from. It's not exclusive to flightless fowl. No, 
No, no, you and you would think so. And also, as a decorator, she loves the rooster aesthetically. Like she, she decorates. She has a lot of pictures of roosters. She always has. Huh. I, I famously bought her a very dumb big metal rooster from Kirkland's one year for a Christmas gift, and yeah. So she she finds them aesthetically pleasing, although confronted with one in real life, she I, I shudder to think what would happen. She'd probably faint. When I when a chicken pecks at me, mm-hmm. I peck right back. Yeah, because you think they're kissing you. Yeah. <laughs> so you try to give them a kiss right back. I'm just suck a gobbler. <laughs> yeah. How does that work? Put your mouth over. Uh-huh. How do you think? <laughs> yeah. Suction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what kind of question is that, Dan? <laughs> well. This is the day of spring food mo when our chickens come home to roost. That's right. Uh, we presumed, I think somewhat accurately, the mm-hmm. first year doing this, that we would not have many downloads yeah. during Christmas week. And uh, that, that's been borne out whenever uh, we look at our New Year's Day or New Year's episodes, yep. whenever uh, we've had some of our biggest guests ever. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and uh, pretty much low numbers, uh-huh. you know. Uh, we self-sabotage, I guess, a little bit because we yeah. definitely have our probably our not probably definitely our biggest guest yep. ever coming up. Absolutely. Our Secret for guest Tower ever. Club. If you uh-huh. want to know who it is, go ahead and subscribe to that Tower That's Club. Right. Listen to the most recent episode. Mm-hmm. We, we announce it right there. In. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, you get a New Year's Day surprise and mm-hmm. then the biggest guest ever. Yep. And it's just a normal episode. Yeah. It's a normal episode with a really great guest. Anyway, Dan, we've come here. Celebrate baby season together, and uh, we do that by answering listener questions. That's right. It's mm-hmm. the third annual now. Yep. Food Mail's Festival of Food Mail. Much was much less desperate for questions this mm-hmm. year. I think I got more than the previous. We years, got probably. a lot. You know, last 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 two years, I pretty much had to beg, had to keep posting and keep posting. And you go like two weeks in advance, yeah. asking. I think I went three days in advance this mm-hmm. time, and we got, we got a lot of questions from some of the same people. We got some sure. repeat questioners, but oh, absolutely, I think we got enough meat to chew on here, so to speak. Oh, absolutely, Andy. We've you know certainly what? made episodes out of less. Listen <laughs> <laughs> to Tower Club. Absolutely, yeah. we have sat down with no plan, uh-huh. and there's so those are some of my favorite Tower Club episodes. That's good stuff. All right, Dan, let's open up. <laughs> Santa's bag. Well, first we have to play the uh, food mails. What did you think I was setting up? Did you think I was going to say, let's open up Santa's bag and then just jump into questions? Let's say, let's open Santa's bag. And I was going to cue the theme. Well, we've been doing this a long time. (laughs) Well, Andy, I'm going (laughs) to let's just back up. Okay. And we'll take that whole thing again. All right. Live to a hard drive from the Andy to the computer. Cue the food mails theme. (laughs) A, a natural segue, <laughs> if ever there was one. And if Dan just a couple of food mail walk into the box, gonna check the food mail. Open, open, wait. Oh, it's like music to my ears, Dan. It is literally <laughs> music <laughs> it is music to your ears. I forgot how much I like that one. Man. That's a good old thing. We play it once a year. It's really good. Yeah, we, we you know, while the mics were muted here, we uh, talked about how. We had planned on maybe using these themes more yeah. because you know, we, I think, ex- expected to get more uh, questions. Yeah, there's one called Food Mail's Baseball. I don't know <laughs> what that is. Clue. Maybe what the dugout. That could be. First question comes from Instagram. Uh, wow. Steve Rector, co-founder of uh, Push Pull Records, Push and Pull Records, and uh, previous Spring Food Mo guest. And texter of me mm-hmm. about the podcast. He asks, sup? Mm. So how how you doing, Dan? Sup? Answer like you're answering Steve. 
Um, who? How would I answer Steve? Okay, give it to me one more time. Uh, <clears throat> Sup? Hey, cat daddy. <laughs> Meow. How you doing? <laughs> and that's you doing Steve. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. Uh, how about you? Let me prompt you. Um, sure. Well, hold on. Let me get Steve's voice. Sup? Oh, hey, hey. Uh, weren't you on the podcast once? So we know each other. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. I must just look like this dude who was in my back porch once. So that's that. I didn't um, say I was never on your back porch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think took the, that propane from your grill? <laughs> <laughs> Steve Rector took the propane from my grill? That's canon now. He okay, sure did. Okay, well. Delaney to, watched. To, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I guess we've, we've answered that question uh-huh. sufficiently. Now One everyone down. knows what's sup. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> what's sup? <laughs> From Facebook, Tim asks, and I can only assume that this is the Tim that you share blood with. It's not. Ooh, a different Tim. It is a Tower Club member, Tim R. Oh, Tower yeah. Tim. Good dude. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Shaking. <laughs> SMDH, <laughs> as children say. Shaking your Dan Owl? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> you think I could bench you? No, I don't. I, I don't, don't think, think I could. could. I think I could bench you, baby. I'm not weak. No, but like I could. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, heavy. <laughs> I might be able to do like in my arms uh-huh. for a little bit if there was an emergency situation. Mm-hmm. If I got that like that motherly strength, you, it would have to be motherly yeah. Hulk strength. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And thank you for thinking of me like a, a son, Andy. <laughs> I certainly don't. <laughs> certainly I old think enough. of you as like my best bud, Dan. <laughs> oh, uh, I guess I'm friends with all my sons. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tim asks, have you guys ever talked about the hot sauces you keep in your homes? I kind of think we probably have. Yeah. Who knows? It's okay. Follow up question. I would be interested in how Andy achieves his heat when he's not eating out. Does he ever punch up a disappointingly hot takeout dish once he's collected enough data, parentheses, <laughs> bites for the show. Uh, yeah, I definitely do that. Absolutely. I have a gallon jug of Sambal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sitting out right now. I just had to re-up yesterday. And Big boy. I just have not had a chance to go put away my groceries. That's how busy I've been. So my <laughs> grocery, mm-hmm. yeah. my big <laughs> grocery. <singular> grocery. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mostly do sambal at home. I usually go for the garlic sambal, but I was at the Asian market and they had incorrectly priced. This is crazy. They had inc- incorrectly priced it at forty one ninety nine instead of fourteen ninety nine. Oh, wow. I went up and asked the dude, and we had a little bit of a language barrier situation, so I just got the standard chili paste instead of the garlic. I was like, you know, it's no big deal. Like we just had just had a hard time. He was insisting there was forty one ninety nine. I was like, hey. okay. I'll get the other one. Maybe garlic's at a premium now. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the one that is twenty seven dollars less, please. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, those those jars are like three forty nine each each uh-huh. when you buy them, or you can get you know whatever it is, fifteen times as much for fifteen dollars. So. Yeah, and I you know when you go through it like you do, it it it's definitely worth it. I yeah. we have started to keep a one of the three dollar jars of sambal mm-hmm. in the house. Uh, definitely like that to heat up just about anything. Yeah. I, well, three dollars is honestly like five. I'm sorry, the, the three dollar one is almost like five servings for me. I use a lot of it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that I use about a fifth of one with the chicken breast for lunch every day at school. Ooh. But I cook it. I cook uh, a pack of chicken breasts, like the biggest one you can get. So I have like seven or eight sure. chicken breasts, preferably one of the ones that's like hormone free and all that. If I mm-hmm. go to the Aldi, I'll do that. And um, 
I put some, I used to do broth. Now I just use water. And I mix it up with salt and a whole bunch of sambal. There's no specific amount, no. but I'll just dump a bunch of sambal into the crock pot, stir it all up, and then put the chicken in there. Let it cook for 10 hours overnight, whatever. And then uh, shred the shred them. Sure. Shred them up. Ladle the sauce over it. So ladle the hot broth over mm-hmm. it and not heat it up for lunch every day. So wow. that's what I do. I didn't realize you were doing it shredded like that. I that shredded does sound up. pretty good. Yeah, because for some the, reason I just pictured like chicken breast with, with yeah. some spice on them. You got to shred it so that the when you leave it overnight in the sauce, like the yep. sauce permeates sure. all of the chicken. So you get that sambal flavor. And it's really nice because, you know, I kind of it's not exactly a struggle because I got it under control, but I just grew up eating tons of food with no stopping point. Mm-hmm. It turns out when you get older, you kind of got to put a stop to that. Sure. And part of it is with the hot chicken is that uh, I eat it slowly. You know, it doesn't feel like wolfing down a lunch, even though I have 30 minutes. I can fill the entire lunch break with eating one chicken breast if I make it very hot. Okay. So I chew it slowly and don't just like, you know, chew and swallow as fast as I possibly can. I it get works that. out nicely. All right. Anyway, uh, I also keep uh, Cholula at the house. Sure. As well. Just original. Mm-hmm. Cholula is probably my go-to. It's probably my favorite. I, I'm partial to the chili garlic. That's kind of what oh. we keep uh, keep around. Lately, we also keep Tabasco. Um, we also have a thing of Valentina mm. that I got at some point. And then I'll even keep a thing of El Yucateque just for a little extra spice. We we keep a lot of hot sauce yeah. around the house, and we'll kind of change it up. Uh, uh, my birthday in last year, 2019, my girlfriend got me a couple hot sauces from the hot sauce store and I, in the mall there, and I would love to get some more like specialty hot sauces. I, I, yeah, I, I, I just like a nice variety. Back whenever we were still able to do pizza night at Jake's house, he would always set out Desavi. They come in the, I can't remember if he got some at the European market, or the Latin market, or the Asian market, but it's not one you can get at regular mm. stores. But, you know, they're probably like four or five inches high, pretty small, and they're very thick, very thick sauces. An orange one, okay. and like a, almost like a limeish green looking one, and they don't taste like orange or lime. Yeah. Um, but they they have these the strong like sinus clearing flavor of a wasabi, oh, but it's okay. not like wasabi flavor at all. And there's a lot of heat and a ton of flavor, and they're really fatty, like they're very thick and rich. Those are awesome. They're kind of pro- prohibitively expensive to just yeah. get them for a special occasion to put them. I think it'd be good on like you know a hot dog would be pretty would be sufficiently punched up with a wasabi. I've been doing a uh, hot sauce ketchup mix. Mm. Anytime I'm doing fries or it's pretty good. much anything that I'm dipping in ketchup, I like it whether it's Cholula or uh, some of the Tabasco there. I, I really like a nice mix. Yeah. So Karma from the I Love Spring Food Mo face Springfield Spring Food Mo food Facebook page asks us several questions we'll get into Springfield uh, Mo food. Is that what I say? Spring I think food? you said spring Oops, food. Spring food. Mo. There is no I love spring food. <laughs> no, on Facebook page, I wish. Unfortunately. Well, maybe fortunately. I don't know if my ego needs that. Yeah. I know Springfield has a lot of Asian restaurants, so there is a lot on the list. But have you thought about taking a month and doing no Asian? Um, Asian is such a broad term mm. that I, it's kind of honestly, it's almost impossible for us to do that. So that would mean no Korean, no Japanese, no Chinese, yeah. no Thai. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we have done it. I, yeah, we may have. I, I don't think we make it a point to yeah. fit in one every month. I, I mean, typically we're trying to like 
space them out so like we're not having a different Springfield style Chinese restaurant two weeks in a row mm-hmm. um, or even we made that mistake once. a month of each other. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, we did it four weeks in a row. Two once. years ago, yeah. And, uh, boy, did listenership plummet. <laughs> <laughs> good apps, though. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> One or two. Anyway, um, I don't think we can. Um, I don't really have much of a desire to do that either. Yeah. I mean, I really love vaguely Asian food. Yep. And if we are, in fact, going to try to try every single restaurant in town, we have to because we, we, we could figure out the percentages and figure it out. But I guessing like 35% of the restaurants here would fit into that Asian category. And honestly, the rest of them that are left, um, I think you'd probably get it would get a little monotonous talking about burgers mm-hmm. and fries yeah. too, that kind of thing. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think that yeah. is an interesting question though. Facts are Billy Dove's not taking a month <laughs> off. Okay. <laughs> It, do, it doesn't matter. It, he he's gonna keep on eating it. So so we gotta we gotta make sure we're on our A yeah. game and uh, really just get into Billy Dove's status, which is of course in front of the cameras. Mm-hmm. We we come to the studio every week, made up in, in our in we our Sunday be best. Really good. We would be you good so? on it. Yeah, I think we would. I think it would be a lot of fun. I think we'd have a good time on KOLR or something. I'm sure we would have a good time. I don't yeah. know how good it would be. Uh, I wonder if they would want some of the other people we have on the show on their network, like a Cold Stone Cream Austin, <laughs> yeah, Randolph the Corn Nose Snowboy. <laughs> I think that if we are ever approached to be interviewed in some sort of a situation where we are spectators, yeah. be like, my, my name's Randolph. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you do a good Randolph impression. Yeah, it would be really fun That's to pretend good. to be Randolph. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe someday. You're talking about Billy Dove. Let's listen to a voicemail from Billy Let's Dove. Let's do it. The 417 foodist himself. Hey, guys. It's Billy Dove. So I don't really have much of a question, but I need you guys to tell people that I don't eat bugs. <laughs> a few weeks ago on your nationally syndicated and loved podcast. You told people that Billy Dove eats bugs. <laughs> and now when I walk in the street, people are yelling things like <laughs> bug eater <laughs> and bug muncher. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> so please, I beg of you, tell people Billy Dove don't eat bugs. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, step number one there, Billy. Stop eating bugs, you bug muncher. It's, you know, (laughs) it's it's not really a chicken or egg scenario. You need to stop munching on bugs, and I will stop yelling bug muncher (laughs) in the streets at you. We call a spade a spade here on Spring Food (laughs) Mo. Call a muncher a muncher. Wow. Thank you so much to Billy Dove for calling in. Thank you to Billy Dove for your continued support of the show. Despite having uh, rocketed past us in success with your own yeah. <laughs> food media ventures, like you really don't yeah. have to uh, continue it, to stoop to our level, Billy. <laughs> no, I mean this. I'm really happy for him. Oh, he's, my goodness. Yeah. Whatever he's doing is more successful at it than, uh, than we are. Yeah, it's it, really cool. He's really good at it, too. Yeah. yeah. Billy's the best. And uh, just uh, cut cut out the bug stuff, Billy. Yeah. Just cut. Uh, it's not a good look, man. It's not. You know, we keep s- the bugs out your gullet. Yeah, because it's like you're reviewing viewing all this non bug food. Mm-hmm. But then, like, how can your opinion really be trusted if what you're eating on the regular is bugs? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, know. this is another one from karma. Mm-hmm. If you could only eat from one Springfield restaurant for the rest of your life, 
where would it be? It's a great question. This is a great question. Yeah. A lot to factor in there. Um, well, I think staying healthy would have to be a factor. Um, mm-hmm. Do I want to be healthy and have a lot of different options that I that aren't just going to make me uh, feel sick all the time from eating only fried chicken, which sure. is what my instinct is to just pick yeah. Thai Express? Or am I going to pick Thai Express because it has a wide variety of different options on the menu? Yeah, I'm picking Thai Express. I I already eat it at least uh-huh. once a week. Yeah. Why why not just <laughs> cut out all the other meals that aren't Thai Express? Do you think you adventure outside of your your oh, normal ordering sure. parameters? I, I do that already. Oh, like okay. I will get Massaman curry from time to time. Oh, okay. and switch it up. Sure. Yeah, but uh, it's just part of it is it's so close. Yeah, but part of it is I just love it. I really love it. I would be making special trips to get it. There's a couple other places I make special trips to get now too, and. Uh, I'm not getting Shanghai in every. That's not my pick, no. but that's the one that I will try to get once a month or so. Sure. What a good question. What do you think, Dan? Uh, it, it's tough, but I, I don't know. I feel like I got to go with Cafe Cusco. Mm, that's a good. Pick. You know, it's just it's really excellent food. I feel like they do have a pretty good variety. I think you could stay moderately healthy there, yeah. eat vegan some of the time, and. Uh, those aren't the same thing. Vegan and healthy are not the same thing. Any like vegan will tell you you can eat some v- garbage that's vegan. I, I am a vegan and I am telling <laughs> you they are the same thing. <laughs> so you're hearing it straight from the vegan's mouth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cafe Cusco would be a great one. And plus just mold wine. Mm. Give me a glass Real of that great. right now. That sounds I wish, tasty. Yeah. We've been doing this for what? Two and a half hours at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're doubling up today, folks. Yeah. We're taking a little break yeah. for the end of the year. And this is in the span of the, the last uh, not eight days. What have we done? Four, yeah. four episodes and another shorty. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's it, a lot. This will be the last one that we have to record until we figure nope, out when five. we're recording. The- five, Dan. We've done five. In the last eight days. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. We're going to have off until January 12th. That's right. And, and that's today right. is like the 20th or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. We're recording December. this bad boy. 19th. Oh, my goodness, Andy. So anyway, much time I, off from the show. I think Cafe Cusco is a really good choice. And that was actually the first one that popped into mm. my head. But it's kind of a drive, you know. Also, I just had the taquinos mm. for the first time the what? other night. Yeah. They're just as good. I hadn't had them yet. They're okay. so, so yeah. good. They're phenomenal. It is insane. I, I think I'm ready to induct them into the Pantheon. Can can one place have more than one dish in the Pantheon? I'm fairly sure we inducted the entire College Street Cafe <laughs> menu into the Pantheon, or at least maybe talked about it. That mm. I, I think we maybe discussed inducting it at a later date. Yeah. Uh, man, that's tough. What what the the Tigre de Leche is already in yeah. there, right? Yeah. Um, Leche de Tigre. Leche, yeah, excuse me. Uh, milk of the tiger, tiger, the tiger of, the, of milk. the milk. Sure. Who knows? Uh, you know, Doesn't I haven't matter. tried to order that since I, since it's been locked down. I don't know how that would come. I don't even know if they do it to go. Yeah. Uh, I guess you would just need a little, uh, plastic cup or something, but I mean, let's say takeout mm. Pantheon pick. Oh, Taquinos. Nice. Yeah, that's a great choice. Not going to play the theme or anything, but they're in there now. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Next question is from Mike Stevens. Wow. From the Moxie, who's been on the show before. I am always struck by how just a few key people can make or break a restaurant or any organization. To that end, since starting the podcast, which restaurant have you seen improve most since earlier experiences or reviews? Wow. Um, great question. It is a great question. 
and I don't have an answer for that because I don't typically revisit the restaurants that I don't like and the ones that are good are already good. So. Yeah, I think that's also the case for me. I don't know. There's definitely some places that I, I've taken some time off from mm-hmm. and uh, maybe come back to, but it's, you know, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. It's purple burrito for me. It's a, uh, it's cafe Cusco. It, it's, it's the stuff that feels good. Yeah, I, I I don't know how to answer that, Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Mike. Yeah. And as far as folks who can make or break an organization, uh, which one of us do you think that is? <laughs> I <laughs> honestly don't break like the podcast. I think the only effect we've ever really had is positive. I don't think we've changed anybody's mind about a place, but I think Billy Neck. We've talked a lot about the Billy Neck episode lately, but like I know that we drew a lot of attention to that place that they would have not gotten otherwise yeah that's the one that popped into my head reading the first part of his question before i got to the second part and realized it was uh, totally unrelated well <laughs> i mean since we're on the subject of billy deck let's uh-huh. just go ahead and get to the next question sure. laura from instagram she says this is her favorite episode of the year laura will be appearing on the yeah. show sooner than later uh we don't have it scheduled yet but she's a super fan she definitely deserved to be on in fan simber she's gonna get her own dedicated episode yep. though what was your fave thing to eat this year? And Andy, I was thinking about it long and hard, yeah. and it's got to be Billy Neck. Uh, well, the no College kidding. Street Cafe burger was very yeah. good, and that was my first experience with that. But uh, Billy Neck just, it came out of nowhere, Andy, punched me right in the face, and it's just like it's a special place. It's special. It is unique, but also, it you know, it's a sandwich. It's a very good sandwich. It's it's but it's elevating that and yep. it's it's also doing something completely different than you can get at other sandwich yep, shops for sure. Uh, so yeah, I, I would easily say Billy Neck Food Station easily. Well, Dan Thai Express peanut chicken. Best thing I ate this year. I ate it once a week this year well, and we did it for the show. I assume she's asking about for the show. Uh, I expect to hear about Thai Express a lot this week or this episode just because uh, it was a big one for me. Yeah. You know, we we weren't going to do it until the very end of the show. We talked about it, and then the opportunity presented, presented it itself. Yep. Started doing a real special thing during the pandemic, and so we covered it. And that's by far my favorite. I love the peanut chicken there. It's great. Don't, don't have much else to say about it. That's a good question. Peanut chicken, fantastic. You're up, Dan. Who's right. next? No, you're not. I'm not. <laughs> Karma asks one more. Uh, what one restaurant are you dreading having to review? She also asked, have Andy and Dan ever done their last meal? And the answer is no. I think we're going to do that on the penultimate episode of the show, whenever that yep. will be. We're going to do that as a live show, probably. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. We'll yeah. see what happens. Anyway, Dan, uh, dreading any places? Dreading. I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, it's funny that they ask this at the time that they do. I think maybe in the past I was dreading more. Um, I think at this point in the show, you and I have kind of discussed it, um, just not making a point to visit places that we're not excited to go to unless they are picked by our guests. You know, we we get to kind of fill in some cracks there, but I think Andy are kind of rededicating, Andy and I are rededicating ourselves to uh, hitting the good stuff. I'm not like, you know, I don't know why I picked Traveler's House a month ago, but I wasn't excited for it, and it turned out it was really bad. Yeah. 
so stuff it's just not worth it it's not worth it for the show it's not even fun Mm -hmm. to talk about things that are bad I wasn't uh, dreading going to Tinga Tacos, but it turned out it was really bad. Yeah. I was actually very excited about Tinga Tacos, mm-hmm. thought they would be very tasty, we, and was we just did, surprised. We didn't talk about that in the episode, but like, we've had that one requested. I think that's a place people like. That a, was my assumption. I'm a little worried <laughs> about that one coming out and having everyone on there not be into it. I yeah, I you know I don't I don't know what it is, but yeah, I as far as places that we're dreading going, I think if there is a place that we are dreading going. We're just not going yeah. to go. I think it's probably unless a guest, the, unless the a guest it, absolutely, it. yeah. That, unless that a guest chooseed it, yeah. Um, <laughs> I I recently found out that Zio's is a chain. Oh, and was re- very relieved. Was relieved to hear sure. that because I'm sure I would have to write a ton about that one. Mm-hmm. And also, their food is straight up garbage. Yeah. From what I remember, some good cal- calzones there. Do they? <laughs> I am famously a calzone boy. Uh, okay, uh-huh. maybe, maybe I would have been wrong. Danny Calzonia. Maybe I, yeah. <laughs> as you termed. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe I would. Maybe I would have been wrong about Zio's. I just no, remember them being not. pretty bad. No. Um, but yeah, it's really. We'll probably talk about it a little bit later. But eating the food that isn't that great has gotten to be a grind. Whereas it used to be fun. Yeah. Like it used to be kind of exciting. Coming mm. up with things to or analyzing what I specifically didn't like about it. It is no longer fun to eat food that isn't good. Yeah, it feels I don't know like, how much fun it is to listen to. I'm not sure, yeah, but I don't love listening back to it. It now feels like a waste of money and yeah. a waste of calories. It definitely and, is. And you know, I, the older I get, the more more I value my time. Uh-huh. And uh. I, I I dread pretty much going to any place I haven't been mm-hmm. for fear that it's not going to be great. And true, there's too much good food in here in Springfield mm-hmm. to to waste even our listeners' time on uh, bad places. I I, I love hearing uh, like last week when the U Dailies U Dailies. Yep. Good God. Uh, when they mentioned how much uh, the uh, Billy Neck episode had turned them on uh-huh. to Billy Neck, that's the kind of stuff that I want to hear. Um, and, and speaking of ex- episodes that we were dreading, I wasn't necessarily looking forward to Billy Neck yeah. because some of those pictures don't look super appetizing. And it's called Billy Neck. Yes. Yeah. What was not super excited for that one? That was one that like my girlfriend <laughs> said that she did not want to try yeah. because of the concept of it and being hillbilly yeah. and redneck. And it wasn't uh, until I mean, we I, knew a little more and had tried it that I think there's a lesson there. You know, I, I maybe we I shouldn't be dreading going to these places because. Sure. One of the one of the most interesting places we tried this year was one that we were trepidatious about. So yep, and oh. I still dread ordering it every time because <laughs> who knows if the online ordering system will be working. Yeah, but those phones are shut off. Uh, I, I, I love you so much, Billy Neck. Please, please stay in business and do not <laughs> go out of business from having a weird menu. Andy, I am up this time. Mm-hmm with a question from Dustin from a podcast from Springfield. I assume I think it's Dustin who runs our Instagram. That's why I, I, think, I so. think I'm talking yeah. to whenever he and I will go back and forth. Not yeah. not a, a often, but it happens from time to time. Yeah, really brothers in arms over there mm-hmm. at, at a podcast. I from really Springfield. love, they guys, love sending I, us yeah. kind words and uh, same goes for uh, Andy sending them kind words back. I, I, I just great show. Really kind people that yep. I love interacting <laughs> love interacting nice with guys. online and off. Yep. Dustin asks serious question. Will you go back and re review any restaurants that you hit during COVID restrictions? That's a really good question. Yeah. Something and we had not even thought. About. No, I uh, my vote is no mm-hmm. unless there's a situation like there's a specific place that people are upset about that. We yeah. really didn't give it a fair shot doing it as takeout. Yeah, but I would need to go back through the 
list of episodes as a takeout boy myself it's yeah i don't think i'm getting that different of an experience than i had before we only did a few places that are specifically sit-down restaurants mm-hmm. we did la paloma yeah was one of them and i did like go sit on the porch and eat there yep. for one of my meals like that was in the early days of this mm-hmm. too whenever i don't think i can do that now i don't think yep. i can make myself do that now no no and well even going back to like the hepcat in march yeah. we, i mean we sat R-I-P, in there by with, the way oh yeah absolutely the Some worst great food at the hepcat uh bad news to hear of them going out and only assuming there's going to be more yeah, of that it's stuff. It's infuriating. To come. Yeah. It is infuriating. It did not have to happen. There yeah. was no reason for that to have happened. Just, I almost said a bad word. Inept leadership in this mm. state, in this country, shouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah. Only, only going to see more of that. Unfortunately, um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to re-review places? Hepcat <laughs> was the last place that, that we reviewed before the lockdown, Dan. Yeah. I mean, we knew it was coming. We that show yeah, was booked. Yeah, we really did. That show was booked with Zach and the uh, Taylor and Justin from pretending to be mm-hmm. people because the next week Zach had set up set us up with the show at uh, Best of Luck. And that was it. <laughs> oh God, that was yeah. it. Like it was. We oh, were done. Man, we were like, I are we going to do the show? Are we not? And it changed every day. It was like, oh, I think we're still going to do it, but then maybe we'll have these restrictions, and then it just Jeez. like three days later, it was done. Every day was different than it. Then the show went away, as it should have. Two live shows booked. How yeah. crazy, mm-hmm. man! What a year it's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to go back and redo anything, and and unless we just have some other reason to redo them. But I, I think COVID restrictions probably won't won't get us out there yeah i don't think so um i feel like we've given places a pretty fair shot and when we haven't we've or if something has not uh traveled well we've mm-hmm. mentioned that sure. as a factor i also think that you can tell when something used to be good mm-hmm. too i really do i agree i totally agree In most cases next question comes from kelsey besmith <laughs> um favorite quote-unquote guests from the year i'm not sure what she means by that like everybody who's been on the show has been a guest. Goodness. I mean, hmm. I'm going to go. I loved when she was on. She was a great guest. Kelsey Besmith, fantastic guest. Yeah. Uh, the company line, Tony LJ Robinson. Yeah, that was a good one. Absolutely fantastic guest. Uh, fan favorite. Yeah. Got to get on, them back on the show. Yeah, the, I love listening back to that episode. I was like on a high alert during that episode. Mm-hmm. To It was more of a tense record for me because I was afraid of making a fool of ourselves and wanted to. Be, be respectful yeah. of Tony and everything. And that was a stressful record for me. And I think tend to think of the episodes like that. Like how was the experience of recording sure. it? And then listening back to it, it doesn't sound like I was stressed out at all. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that one went well. And speaking of favorite guests, I, I, I would also have to probably say Curtis Schmo who yeah. pops up on that guest on that show. I mean, uh, Curtis and Randolph are the breakouts from this year. Oh, absolutely. as far as people who just showed up in the park. Yeah, uh, I, I, I love them both. I think one of my favorite appearances was Lillian Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, that one just felt electric in the Woman moment. Woman in business. Yeah. <laughs> Lillian uh, Stone just like keyed up to the max. Oh, I wanted to have her on for so long. Ready to make our show great. <laughs> uh-huh. And like, I, I, I'm sure I talked about it at some other point, but like we had become internet friends mm-hmm. despite having never met in person. We would interact online. Yeah. And it was just so fun. It like lived up to expectations of her being one of the funniest people yeah. on the internet. Turns out she's one of the funniest people in real life. Yes, too. yeah, she's very funny, she's really fun. And uh, I only mentioned this one because I think it aired after our last food mails mm-hmm. uh, festival of food mail. Uh, Kenny DeForest. Yeah, and that was our like end of the year. It was that came out January 
first or second. It was our first episode yeah. of 2020. Yeah, man. Yeah, that that was such a good time. Invited him to come back on this year. Was not traveling for Thanksgiving. Yeah, though. Unfortunately, no, his, I believe her response said, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that you he you two interact on Twitter some just a little bit. Yeah. He, he uh, will will uh, he baby asks each other's things every once in a while. I was gonna, I was gonna say he asks you for advice on stuff, <laughs> but um, that's not he did really. He DM me a question once, but no, yeah. he he uh, he has given me a coveted uh, RT, and uh, you know, it, it it warmed my my mm-hmm. my tiny little soul to have that. But yeah, yeah, I think those guests are all pretty great, solid guests, pretty great people. Yeah. The Royal Music Hall, parentheses, BJ. Mm-hmm. Asks, I, I added BJ to the list. He's, he's the owner of the Royal. Sure. This guy I've gone on to talk to a little bit. He's he's invited us to come do shows, and we've kind of mm-hmm. had been discussing that. I I would love to do it. I yeah. just feel so weird about it right now. Yeah, you know? I agree. That's what I, exactly what I've expressed to him. Our, yeah, our, One of the many people in the city in the unenviable enviable position of having to keep their business open to survive. Yep. You know, it's terrible. It's really awful. Very bad. And uh, I, I, I would be more down for the shows if we just didn't have such a rabid fan base that yeah, I, know I know would show up and create basically a super spreader oh, event. We would pack out the Royal and it doesn't we matter. Pack it out. Yeah. It's for them. It's for it's for everyone exactly. that we don't do the show. Yeah. You know, even even if you tell people it's going to be limited I seating, think we, we might hit almost the capacity there. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we might almost would. hit the capacity would, at the yeah, Royal. It would be pretty cool. He asks, do you have autographed headshots for sale? <laughs> Asking for a friend like bullets. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I I have an autographed photo of weird Al Yankovic in my possession. Really? Uh, I, I never met him, but oh. uh, I, I believe my oldest brother, Zach, no kidding. mailed off to weird Al wow. to have him send me a signed headshot of him. This is around like a uh, probably running with scissors yeah. era. Real just peak Al. Uh-huh. Uh, he's so in the zeitgeist so right now. I have Chris Staples autograph. He's not really a celebrity, but like he's a person whose music I really love. Um, this isn't about celebrities autographs. <laughs> it's no. about our autographs. I mean, the answer is no. <laughs> I, if you want. One. And I'm just I mean, now realizing that uh we have potential to, you know, print off some headshots, sign them, and have them hang in a uh, uh, restaurant, a la New York deli or a laundromat. So, yeah. um, if that is in fact a possibility, we will get you headshots, but you must frame them and hang them in the royal, <laughs> as if we were celebrities that look, visited your spot. We need full like nine by nine by tens <laughs> or whatever. I don't know if nine yeah. by ten is the measurement, but yeah, something like that. You think you can get away with some small headshots? Not going to happen. No, I had nine I was and a half by like twelve, a, paper sized. I was thinking like a uh, subway poster <laughs> size, <laughs> like uh, just kind of wrap around the whole building there, maybe well, over uh, Scully's pickup window. <laughs> you could go to four and seven tap house and sign that painting of you. Oh yeah, in the women's restroom. <laughs> Be pretty rude to the artist <laughs> who already signed it if I just signed right over her name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cross it out first. <laughs> yeah. Just right, Dan. Visit forward seven tap house for God ought to for sign that. that for making that 
piece of art. No, he truly body. should. He truly should. <laughs> Boy, Andy, okay. you're the, up. <laughs> the Grotto Springfield's person, like the Grotto Springfield's business uh-huh. Instagram account, asked us a question. Um, it's lowercase i space lowercase z. I don't know what they were doing with that. I z i z. We gave them a pretty favorable review. Moving on to the next one. This is Chubby Cactus Taco Truck. Because they're on my radar in that they have an Instagram that we and we follow each other, hey. but uh, haven't been there. Don't know much about it. What foods are you scared to try? Spicy, different, or maybe out of the normal? You scared to try anything, Dan? I'll tell you what, I'm scared to try these chubby, chubby cactus tacos uh, with, 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 with all their prickly uh, stabbers in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You know, we used to goof around and do some non, non-American traditional foods some uh intestines of course mm-hmm. what other weird stuff did we try tongue andy has a bug on him he, he's reacting cut the cut the cut on my hand no <laughs> idea when this happened oh no it was whenever you were reaching oh, down into yeah. the cushion to find your mic cord there you cut yourself on i was something. finding my knife <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> oh boy uh no i think beyond just stuff that i really think is gonna be like you know at just something out of the ordinary. Like if we were to do something like intestines again, yeah, I think I would be pretty scared to try that. But as far as like a a region of cuisine or uh, no, no, I, I'm I don't not scared. So. No. I'll eat it. Anything that is eaten anywhere regularly, mm-hmm. I will eat it. Um, we I will get some durian fruit on sure. here. Yeah, I've had durian. I've had it for school. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on, the, on the show. Disgusting, that stuff. It's not great. It's mostly just bland. Yeah. It's got a bad texture and a bland taste. It's, it smells <laughs> very bad. Um, we had ghost peppers on the show. Yeah. On mm. the show. Man, I forgot about that. That was unpleasant. Uh, yeah, and I'm not scared. Like I, I assume there are things spicier than that, but I can't imagine... I can ha- I handle the ghost pepper. I'll oh, I handle think, whatever else comes. I think we have something spicier than that in our possession that we just oh, have yet to do right. for the show. We bought. No, on we're, we're going to do another heat episode and, uh, at some yeah, point. Yeah. How are Andy's chopstick skills coming along? Skills with a Z, uh, followed by a chopstick emoji and an embarrassed monkey emoji. Embarrass- I think that is the is that the see no evil monkey. I think so. Yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure it's just embarrassment, mm-hmm. which is exactly how I feel about my chopstick skills, Dan. Really. Uh, they're not good. Not getting not any good. better. I mean, no, they're not. They hurt, it hurts my hand to do it right. That's oh, what man. I figured out. Like, I mean, I have poor, really poor motor skills and sort of like, I think just generally muscular issues. I'm realizing mm. with the face and the hands and everything. I don't know if I told you when I did this, that big CD release show in high school in my Christian rock band the day after I graduated high school or two days after or something played a big show. I was playing a solo and the, my ring finger on my left hand locked up while I was playing. Ooh, so. Wow. I think I've just got some weird hand issues and like that's happened with that finger before now chopsticks hurt my hand. Um, <laughs> it's not going to be good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be able to use them. Um, thank you for that lovely question. Oh, absolutely. And I, I wish it would have pertained to me even a little bit, but <laughs> I guess that one was just for Andy for the, some reason. The rare, the rare listener who might just might be a bit more of an Andy person. She sounds more like an Andy <laughs> gal <laughs> to me. Well, Dan, it looks like it's the end of the question block here, but uh, 
It's not. It's not. I got a file in my phone that just says Howell because we got three members of the Howell family that sent us questions. No. That's right. You did not. I sure did. Uh, your brother, Zach. Three members. That's right. Your brother, Zach, uh, asks, what is the best food accessory each of you own? What's the best food accessory, food accessory. each of you own? That is a great question. I'm not totally sure what it means, but yeah. I think it's a really good question. I don't know, and I hope he's not alluding to anything specifically yeah. that he's bought me. <laughs> I'm going to go with a toaster oven. Ooh, wow. Uh, you can do so much with it as far as reheating. Mm-hmm. You got to know what to do, but sure. uh, you, I, I like it way more than the microwave. Microwave is good for like fast and sloppy. You can use that toaster oven to get stuff crispy. You can, mm-hmm. you can use it to heat stuff. You can even do like uh, leftover Chinese food. You just got to put it in there for a little bit longer. Maybe yeah. put a little, put like a little metal canister of water in there so it sure. doesn't totally dry it out. So get some steam going. Uh, yeah, toaster oven for sure. I could really use one of those, Andy. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I would definitely like a toaster oven. Uh, man, I don't know. That's. I just. I simply don't know. I, I, I recently bought some uh, actual non like. Uh, some reusable chopsticks for my girlfriend for her birthday this yeah. year, and I I've enjoyed having those around the house. But I I'm yeah I'm sorry I don't I don't have a good answer for this. Uh, we tried buying a tortilla press from Leslie's Mexican Market whenever we did that episode, hmm. and it uh uh whenever we went to make the tortillas, I think I had basically bought like a sope press because oh. it was far the area in there was not huh. such that it made a flat tortilla. Yeah. It was like a big fat guy in there so uh, uh haven't really yeah. used that uh, yeah i don't know that, that's a great question though if a french press is a food accessory then that's by far my my favorite one because it, i use the it only thing that day. i could think was my coffee grinder yeah. but I, if i go coffee grinder and french press plus i just recently uh bought a scale for weighing out my coffee so mm. hopefully gonna get Dude. a little yeah. more fine-tuned what i need is a now is a a good thermometer, mm. one of one of the thermal ones, like yeah. you have to check that coffee temperature, sure. and then I think my coffee game will be uh will will be kind of taken to the next level. So yeah, probably the French press. Travis Howell, no asks asks the middle one. The Howell I knew first. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What is your ideal holiday meal? Where would you go to get it? Where would I go to get it? <laughs> My family was um, talking the other day about what should we have for Christmas since, you know, it's just going to be the immediate family. And my brother is trying to get my mom to do Chinese food. And I said, let's eat meth. That was my contribution to the uh, (laughs) discourse. I mean, if we're talking something takeout, because I think if if I'm going straight up, it it would probably be more like uh, my mother's homemade pizza or something like that. Uh, some something that uh, family cooked. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I'm just going like Chinese chef on enterprise yeah. cashew chicken and crab rangoons. Nice. That is such like a howl staple for birthdays and stuff is going specifically to that Chinese chef picking up enough cashew chicken to feed everybody and then just having that. So, yeah, I, I think that's got to be it. I that I, I would just like to do that this year. Yeah, I think if my family's listening. I think what 
we are what it's looking like we're going to do for christmas is probably it would probably be, be my top pick for uh any holiday if we were doing a home cooked thing and that's my mom's cashew chicken oh yeah we've yeah. talked about it you've had it we yeah. you know we, it's been two it's years since we talked about it but it's my absolute favorite thing that she makes speaking of moms dan somebody's mom sent us a question oh is that right yep your mom i don't know if i should say her name or not you said her name you on here before it's regina howell Reg- regina sent us a question did they make water picks for dogs <laughs> what? this is, must have been on facebook i don't think it she has sure was social media um do they make water picks for dogs i would bet that they do mom was that not an inside joke no she just asked us if they make water picks for dogs yeah, she got a couple dogs uh the dixie and pistol dixie not named my my parents she already had that name mm. uh it is fitting of her but i do Did- not love it uh oh, your dad worked at the solo cup factory not the uh, dixie cup factory that's exactly it. true yeah. solo uh formerly oh. sweetheart formerly lily tulip my dad worked there for 35 years yeah. making those cups your brother travis told this tells this incredible story Please. i mean he used to i haven't i've have not spoken to travis in uh, almost exactly 10 years i know exactly when it was but um not no no bad blood or anything it's sure. not like that we just haven't seen each other yeah. uh <laughs> he would go as the sweetheart factory was letting out. He would park his car right by the exit mm-hmm. and just let everyone at the factory out and yep. keep waving them on. Yep. Holding up traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right, <laughs> but not doing it to benefit the people in the factory. Uh-huh. Just to mess with the people behind oh, them absolutely. and ruin a bunch of people's people afternoons. trying to leave a softball game uh-huh. or something. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's listen to the first of a few voicemails that we have left here. Andy, this is your father. (sighs) When you were a little kid, you like wouldn't eat hardly anything like chicken nuggets was it, or maybe a hot dog or fish sticks, just, you know, little kid stuff. Wouldn't eat anything else. Probably till you were like a teenager. What happened that makes you try just about anything there is out there to eat? That would be a good discussion. I think. I wish I had a good answer. Thank you, Dad, so much for sending in that question. This is actually something we've talked about in person or maybe mm-hmm. over email a few times. Um, I think I just became more adventurous generally. Uh, I you know, listen to lots of music. I seek out things that are challenging as far as media and art that I consume. And I think food just uh, became an extension that same way. I mean, it also helped that... Uh, we would all like my parents would plan vacations around food. And I think I got a real appreciation and enjoyment of trying different foods and valuing food as sort of like a, uh, a, a sort of commodity as a type of pleasure. Hmm. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know exactly when it happened. I don't know that I have one single experience. It's just I think once you have a, that discovery a couple of times when you find something that you like, you want to have that as many times as you possibly can and you start to seek it out. I think when did you when did you start trying stuff Dan? I don't know. I mean, I probably could have used a little more pickiness in my life uh, growing up, but uh, I, I you know, I, I, I've always been willing to try most anything. There's only a couple things that do not like mm-hmm. we're talking tuna. Mm. Uh, we're talking ham and beans, particularly whenever ketchup is added. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I it was probably just for this show, you know. I I um I I wouldn't say I'm an adventurous eater, but uh I'm certainly not picky or uh 
discerning even. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll, I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll eat it. Um, yeah. All right. Let's try another voicemail. Hi, Andy and Dan. This is your super fan mom, and I am coming She's to you live from the parking lot <laughs> eating my Chick-fil-A breakfast on Saturday morning. And I was just wondering what your favorite meal is that you have had anywhere other than Springfield, Missouri. What oh. is the favorite meal you've ever eaten? Have a great day. Wow. Bye. That's such a, really a good, good question. question. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the ones from when I was a kid stand out because their stories have been repeated to me a lot or that I I remember the experience, not the food. Like we went to Carnegie Deli in yeah. New York City. That was really great. Uh, just getting to be in there and seeing all the, the old pictures and the that place is gone and all in a really tight space and these mountainous uh, but pastrami sandwiches. I think about that one mm-hmm. fairly often. Do you have one that sticks out to you? I'm rack my brain. I, you know, th- a handful of tasty barbecue experiences mm. in Kansas City, handful of not so tasty barbecue experiences in Kansas City, mo- mostly just like getting jack stack. Yeah. Um, there, there's just a lot of posers up there, too. You know, you, you get some good stuff, but you get some bad stuff. Uh, you know, had some great food traveling to Minneapolis over the last couple times I've been up there. The Juicy Lucy and the had a donut with some pulled pork on it. Mm. Uh, I mean, really, it's probably just fast food, though. I mean, the stuff that really sticks yeah. out is like Whataburger in yep. uh, Tulsa with the, the church group or uh, In-N-Out Burger with you down in Austin or, or Rudy's Breakfast Tacos, yeah. Andy. It's got to be Rudy's Breakfast it, Tacos. There's um there, there's like emotional and memory-related components to this as well. I don't think a lot of it, it, it doesn't necessarily have a whole lot to do with the actual meal, and there's nostalgia wrapped into it i think rudy's sure. breakfast tacos has plenty of both as far yeah. as excellent flavor and also uh, an excellent time that i was having uh eating them uh yeah go back to episode three yeah. of spring food mo if you want to hear i think it might uh, be too way too much more about our experience eating rudy's tacos yeah. in austin texas uh in and out burger uh you have an in and out burger with my family you know i uh, Makes me sad thinking about it, Dan. But like the last couple of years, I've gone out there during Christmas, and we might with my aunt and uncle. I have a young aunt and uncle who are not much older than me. An aunt's three years three years older, and uncle's six years older. They're married to each other, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we will just sit around the fire pit, hang out. We usually started a start a local brewery, and this is Palm Springs, California. We'll start a local brewery, then we'll go spend a couple hours just hanging out, talking around the fire pit, and then you know coming around ten thirty, eleven o'clock, hopping an Uber. Head over to In N Out Burger. Uh, there's a few times in my life when I have been happier while eating than 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 doing that, yeah. and um, that's really special to me. And like In N Out in particular is special because we just go there when the family's all out in California together, and we would always go there on Christmas Eve uh, and have In N Out Burger before. Or no, we usually go after looking at this uh, Christmas light display. Oh, uh, called, called on a place called Minerva Street. Pretty sure we've talked about this on the show we before because you made a Deftones yeah, great reference. Deftones song, yeah. Minerva. Really like that one. Uh, there's another like Mexican restaurant there that fries their tacos very, very crispy. It's called Casuelas Cafe. It's like a little chain in the Palm Desert area. You know, it's just location and based on the pe- people around that I love. You know, it's not all about the food. The food is very good. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I love that question. What a great question. Great question mm-hmm. from a great mom. Yeah. We got one more voicemail. This is Dan's mom. Wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Love the truffles. Your recipe, Daniel. It's so, so good. Love y'all. Bye. Not a question, Not mom. pretty sure she didn't understand the premise. 
I almost guarantee that my mom put her up to that. <laughs> um, no, that would actually be the text that I sent oh, her at 945 okay. this morning, uh, not prompting a question, sure. but rather just asking her to leave a voicemail for what I called our Christmas episode. Nice. Uh, so that would be why that one was a little loose. But that, that was also why I was so surprised that she uh, hit us up on the Facebook yeah. already with another uh, question that... Uh, it was bad. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I, I love th- you I, too, Mom. I would have sworn the water pick thing was an inside joke of some kind. <laughs> no. Maybe Zach told her to write that or something. I don't know. No, I think she just. Uh, I think it was a legitimate question. She, <laughs> she's probably, uh, you know, knowing all the crap that she feed those <laughs> feeds those dogs. I'm sure that they need a water pick. Boy, love you, Mom. Uh, I, I love you, Charlotte. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love all the moms out there, all our listener moms too. I love you. I love you, and I'm in love with you, moms. In, in Hollywood handbook moms, parlance, even if you've done murder, Dan uh-huh. still loves you. Oh yeah, he loves murder moms. I love murder moms. I love Mars needs moms. Uh, Mars needs murder moms. moms. Mars needs murder moms. I think that's a good place as any. No. We, we got more stuff to do, Dan. <laughs> we do? Not really. I was unaware. How are you feeling about spring food mode, Dan? I, you know, it's 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 here. We're getting <laughs> the the best guests we've ever gotten. I yeah. truly think that just since uh, uh since like September or so, just uh, having the folks from Millie Project on mm-hmm. and Tony and having all our friends on for Fan Simber, new friends. Uh, a lot of them getting to meet folks who have been just so so nice to us over the years. I really have had just a great time during Dan Simber meeting the U Dailies yeah. and uh, meeting Kelsey and uh, yeah, I, I I love doing the show. I, I'm excited for the era of the show to come. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm we're, we're we're gonna it's gonna be good, folks. Yeah, yeah. What about you, man? And it's a complicated question mm-hmm. uh <laughs> that i ask you and should have been ready uh-huh. to answer <laughs> um i love doing the show dan i love the act of sitting here with you and talking and this part is really great i love it very much oh yeah um i would just keep doing this every week once or twice forever yeah uh and we probably will do that sure. <laughs> in some capacity if we can figure it out uh you know depending on you know whatever happens in the future i mean there's only so many restaurants you know yeah uh, I, I, yeah also, I guess so. i'm just like i am so burnt out on eating food that isn't good uh-huh. and i have this like mental block where i can't just go once mm-hmm. you know i have to go and like give it a fair shot if i don't like it the first time and i'm so burnt out on writing the history segments too i it's uh-huh. been really great like having positive feedback about them honestly like for the third or fourth time ever which is it's the most i've had other people tell me that they like them just like in private but um, it's the most work I put into is is the history, and I know that it has value, and I like it. I'm really proud of a lot of them. Man, it's gotten to the point where like I do not feel like sitting down for three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight hours, and working on those. Um, and you can kind of see where it, it falls off. Like in August, I just hit a wall. Where mm-hmm. It was like I can't. I had a, I couldn't even force myself to do it, and I attribute some of that to just being stuck in front of a computer for my job now. Which yeah. is part of it, but like a lot of what I, everything I do for pleasure, except for sitting and talking mm-hmm. with you and anyone I sit and talk to, is in front of a computer. Yeah. Um, and honestly, <laughs> uh, so many people in my life that I love, those relationships are on the computer now, too. You yeah. Know? Um, 
which is a bummer. But anyway, I love doing the show so much. I, I look forward to it every single week, but I will like admit to the fact that my relationship with it has become slightly more fraught this year just because it's such a such a huge amount of time. Yeah. You know, and been a weird year. We don't have any like plans, but they're specific shit, but like we've kind of talked about uh, potentially ending or like talking about an, an end game scenario for doing the restaurant mm-hmm. part of it. And um, I even I mean, I have mixed feelings about that, too, because I do like bringing attention to places that are doing interesting oh, stuff yeah. in this town, you know, um, and it really <laughs> I'm feeling more motivated now that we've had people. We had people here today, <laughs> like the U Dailies. I was like trying to keep it together. I was like, oh, it's really nice to hear that it helps people get through mm-hmm. <laughs> some stuff. But anyway, no, no, it's very like, nice. And even to harp back on your bio segments, I, I wouldn't discount the work that you put into the uh, bios, even whenever they're yeah. not uh, written out. And I, I think those turn out really great. A lot of the times, I like you disseminating the information directly to us and getting to chat about it there in the moment. And yeah. even, even though it's not uh, backed with a, a, a cool track and, and, and fun puns and stuff, I think it's still really great and still obviously yeah. requires more research Thanks, than man. most are willing to put um, into this kind of stuff. That saves Doing it that way saves me like three or four hours, yeah. but I'm also I will also I typically hold myself to a standard that if I have time to do it, I will do it mm-hmm. unless it will be more interesting or funnier or compelling if I yeah. just read it, which that happened a couple times this year and was a relief. And I realized that this would be really interesting if I stated a fact about this place and asked a question. We had a discussion about it, which is a really nice way to approach the yeah. history of it, too. And uh, there's that podcast at Dollop where they, they do history and talk about the different details as they go, which is kind of how mm-hmm. I started. Jake got me into listening to that. And I can't. It's a little too depressing to listen oh, yeah. to on the, yeah, on the regular the basis. I train uh, a little while ago. A little anyway, um, there's a real good chance the show will change this year. You know, it's a fair warning. We've been doing it for two and a half years mm-hmm. at this point, which is a long time to be putting on a weekly show, which is, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, for this last year, it's been more than weekly. We've, mm-hmm. we've done one episode a week and then bonus episodes every week too, which take a fair amount of planning, even if we do just sit down and talk for the most part, but I love it. It's really fun, but I, I think I see my breaking point on the horizon. If that makes sense, like yeah, yeah, you know, you, you know. don't ever want to do the podcast if it's not fun mm-hmm. to Andy or I anymore. Yeah. Like that's uh, pretty much <laughs> rule number one. Yeah. Whenever it comes to making the podcast, is whenever it becomes a uh, not fun or mm-hmm. overly stressful, we should probably stop right. doing it. <laughs> I can't imagine this part not being fun. Yeah, but it's very similar to my regular teaching job where I talk about the actual. I always tell people like the actual act of interacting with children and teaching them how to do stuff is fun. That is 40% of that job and I honestly hate the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> like I just can't stand just about every other. That's not true. That's not like a blanket statement, but like so much else about my other job. I, I, I don't like except for the actual job itself. The actual sitting down to podcast with you is awesome. We do this once a week forever. Yeah, hope to. But like, man, going to restaurants two, three times a week runs my life right now Mm -hmm. and has forever. And it's just reached a point where I don't know if it's sustainable for me personally. Yeah, that's the other thing about having great guests on is just not having to eat the food as much Mm -hmm. because you know that they're going to get some and there's going to be some variety. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. And we could change the premise a little bit where we just eat there once and talk about the meal and not frame it as a review. That's an option. Um, but I I don't know some something's got to give. You just call me Jack Nicholson <laughs> yes, and yeah. you can be Diane Keaton. Uh-huh. 
And uh, <laughs> I don't know why you're Diane Keaton. The I'd rather be the little dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, who's going to be Greg? Dan Shields going to be Greg Kinnear. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's really good, Great by Greg the way. Greg Kinnear type. Yeah. Speaking of good movies, Andy. Yeah. I don't mean to veer too much into what we're eating with our eyes and ears because, of course, folks have to pay five dollars mm-hmm. a month for uh that content in the uh, tower club episodes half of that money goes to uh ozark's food harvest probably donated over 1500 meals to wow. folks in the ozarks this year andy i, I could get a uh, exact number on that i'm sure but uh I, I really am proud of the work that we've uh work of the money that we've been able to uh send sure. along to uh uh those arcs food harvest from our kind folks that subscribe to the tower club episodes but uh, just watched The Hand That Rocks the Cradle last night. Yeah. You ever seen that bad no. boy? Woo-hoo, yeah. Andy. That might be a perfect movie. I love it. That was no a, kidding. Suspenseful. Like I mean, it's it's a straight up just like suspense thriller, but I feel like uh, it's probably been made remade like 10 times since it came out in the real early 90s or late 80s, and uh, no point in, in, in remaking it. They They mastered it the first time very suspenseful uh very prescient as far as uh content about gaslighting women and uh, hmm. and, uh even some racial relations in there man hand that rocks the cradle folks check it out wow. rebecca de mornay <laughs> really good ernie hudson good yeah. movie man i wonder if her i wonder if her husband's irish so he's like, top of the morning, Rebecca de Mornay. <laughs> Rebecca de Mornay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or uh, Jamaican, as, as <laughs> we discovered a couple weeks ago on the show. Anyway. Oh, boy. Well, I'm proud of the show, Dan. Me too. I think it's really good. We joke about it being bad, and like that's part of the fun mm-hmm. when things are on the edge of falling apart. And uh, I love it. I love our show. I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of the fact that we were able to um, parlay this into donating into money donated to uh it was actually absolutely it's awesome yeah, like no, it feels I, really good it does and um, uh I, I also don't think the show's bad i think the show's good and more importantly i think it's better than it was yeah. this time last absolutely. year certainly better than when we started it it's looser now yeah uh it went from being like <laughs> falsely together <laughs> to genuinely to together and then now it's a little bit more anarchic yeah. And I have way more fun doing it whenever we let ourselves go down tangents. Yeah. It's fun to do. And yeah, I, I just feel like we've improved and beyond the act of just having yeah. to go get all this food every week. Mm-hmm. The actual coming into the studio here with you and recording it is easy. Yeah. It's like second it's nature to me now. And I, 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 I love it. I'm, I'm so glad you, to get buddy. to do it every week. I I'm love so happy you to too, be your buddy. friend to get to do this thing. Like yeah. It's just like a kind of wild that it uh it wound up working out the way it did people that people care about it i'm even being like dismissive of it right now and i i understand why people like it it's by design like the things that people like about it are that way on purpose we tried to make it that way so you know thank you so much for listening got big things coming in 2021 Mm -hmm. oh big guests look i know we're talking about maybe not doing restaurants or phasing it out or whatever and like uh, part of that is like I have an opportunity to do something else with my life mm-hmm. that I am actively trying to make happen. Yeah, that's what's happening. You know, yeah. I don't. I'm not going to share the details with it just sure. yet. In we'll case get it into that later. Doesn't work out, but like that's what's up. We're going to hit the big places in 2021. Like we're, we're not going to go yeah. out without a bang if we go out. You know, no, no, no 
crap. We're not mm-hmm. we're not trying the bad stuff. We're not having guests on that we do not like. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that we've ever done that. No. Uh, but but it's all it's friends now. Yeah. It's friends. It's fans. Had such a good time in Fan Simber. Yeah. Fan Simber is extended all throughout 2021, baby. It's it's all fans from I'm now need on. You to maybe bring a little bit more effort to the show than a than a Fan Simber. Permanent fan simber. <laughs> I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed my fan simber vacation. But anyway. yeah, I, I, I'm excited for 2021. I'm excited for our first episode of 2021, which folks are just going to have to stick tuned for. We've got our biggest guest of all time, uh, and they were really good. Uh, it was. I mean, people will just have to listen. Yeah. To 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 hear all the. Uh, d- d- facets at work there but yeah i was kind of hoping somebody would ask a question about dream guests but i didn't i I don't even know who else we would get as far as springfield people i mean i want to i want to knock out all the all the musicians i want to have all all the musicians that i love here in springfield coming i've got a line on phil dickey because he used to write he used to write food reviews it'd be fun Mm -hmm. to get him and will though that would be it would be like just listening to you and me it's both so quiet yeah but uh that would be really great. Would love yeah. to get them. Would love to get anybody from that band on. Uh, mm, just those two. I would love to uh, reunite the folks from Chris Gnarly here yeah. on the show. That's something I've talked about for a while, and maybe just by putting it out here in the universe, uh, that yeah. that'll make it happen. But uh, I think we should just make sure that it's fun. Like we've. Yeah. I am really proud of the fact that we've had some pretty like influential people and it, 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 people that I believe should be more mm. influential. Let's okay. put it that way. Like. Tony and the guest coming up for January. Yeah. Um, I also, I kind of have this attitude like in the past, like, oh, we need to book people that like have a reason to be there. I don't know that I feel that anymore. Like, no, I just no, want to have no, people that'll be fun to listen to. I, I listen mean, listen, to. We, this year we had our probably highest profile guest to date, the, pr- the guest with the biggest online platform, mm-hmm. a platform that has to do with food things. Yeah. And, uh, it was not very fun no, to record. It wasn't. <laughs> we're talking about Randy Santel. We're, not, we're talking about Randy like, Santel. That was not fun. <laughs> no, it, I liked it really Paul wasn't. Stanley, and I was like actively <laughs> making fun of him during Paul Stanley. Yeah, at least in my mind, and he was just totally oblivious. Yeah, uh, not not a nice. I don't whatever. He wasn't. He was not a nice no, guy. Not a super nice guy. Really expected some kind of bump in listenership yeah. from that one. What with him being food related, uh, I guess we also expected him to like share it on some of his socials, which just never happened. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's, they, it's don't we're, feel we're entitled not in it for the clout to that or at all. I don't know. They asked to come on and then didn't <laughs> like do anything. Yeah. No, no, they absolutely. Yeah, they yeah. emailed us. Uh, yeah, so stuff like Whatever. that. We're we're just not doing it. We're not yeah. advertising contender esports. Oh, <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's do it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh-huh. I mean, I I seriously do not care. Yeah. Um, that dude who that dude gave us a bunch of money. Not, not a bunch of money. It was yeah. like thirty dollars an episode to Reasonably. advertise yeah. for ten. He bought ten ads. Yeah. And like we did all those. Th- those were fun. I do they, miss it doing was fun ads because like, that was fun. <laughs> I don't know why he did that uh-huh. and he he asked again if to, to buy them again and had this idea that he wanted us to like help organize some kind of tournament this is like three months ago yeah mid pandemic this and this was right whenever we were mentioning that we didn't have advertisers uh-huh. any longer he just by happenstance yeah. happened to reach out to us like yeah and he suggested we do some sort it, it 
I think his exact words were maybe a Call of Duty tournament between Big Slice, Popos, and another pizza place, pizza place yeah. here in town, which we never like followed up on that no. to ask oh, no, what no. that could have possibly meant. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't ask. He followed up with me after I didn't respond after like six days, uh, and I he, said, "I we decided we're not interested." Yeah, he he wanted. Wh- I mean, he wanted me to come out and get coffee <laughs> yeah. like that. We're not doing that right now, man. Like that's <laughs> we are. I am lugging all of my. I'm, I'm lugging all of my recording equipment to uh-huh. the park, so we could record outside at that time. Like, yeah. We're not going to meet some stranger for coffee. It's like I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, listen, I, I would have loved to have taken his money and done some ads for yeah. him. But uh, once it came to the point where he was asking Andy to come to coffee with him to workshop ideas, it was just like, we're we're not doing a Call of Duty tournament. Yeah. We're not. I'm like on some level philosophically <laughs> opposed to that game, like let alone do I want to get people together that staff of restaurants are already uh-huh. exposed to yeah. the public together who weren't yeah. previ- who wouldn't be together otherwise yeah. to play a game Thanks. i am i would say somewhat kind of philosophically opposed to also just restaurants that we didn't even give great reviews yeah. to people who probably wouldn't want to be associated no. with our podcast that like, uh, he doesn't listen <laughs> no 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 like, he's which not, is he's why not we're so comfortable unless people tweet at him and you know this. what i don't care go yeah. ahead and whatever it is what, what is it when you tweet rap people Oh, oh, geez, what is I that called? Know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I just this feels petty even talking about it right now because it <laughs> is. Uh, we did. We had alluded to it a couple times. The fact that we turned down some ad money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would. Lo- I would absolutely love to do something to advertise restaurants that are open and like. Me too. If we hadn't already established that it is a transaction, I would just like say, okay, sign up. We'll do an ad for your restaurant mm-hmm. for free because it's like it's. We should do something like that, Dan. Yeah. If you want to advertise on the show and like for free or in exchange for food or something let us know like we're happy to, to bring attention to places um that are struggling right now yeah like and uh, yeah any anything like that and i'll we'll continue to plug places yeah. that are just friends of ours and like I, uh the wonderful druffs absolutely and, uh the the dummies over at scully's and uh whipped cream and other delights who i just recently had a vegan uh buffalo chicken strip mm, from nice. that who lit me up with spice Andy? Great buffalo chicken over there, but I believe courtesy of uh, Chris Blackwell. Sure, on one of uh, Rachel's great. Wasn't like he cinnamon sprout? Wasn't he sprout alternatives in the his deal? Yeah, Was it sprout. I, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. guess we'll have to ask him mm-hmm. here in a couple weeks That's when he right. comes on the show, folks. <laughs> That's the big high profile guests we've been talking anyway, about. Chris Blackwell. I'm interested in finding other ways we can use our our modest platform to help other people and people that are struggling. Because like it's no struggle for us to just do this. Yeah. You know, and it takes 20 or 30 more minutes for me to set stuff up in a way that it makes us, you know, I feel pretty safe doing our oh, yeah. uh, Lurvy Lounge recording. We're mm-hmm. very far apart. Um, if there's some way people can think of that, that we could use this to help restaurants specifically that are struggling, I would love to hear it. Oh, like, yeah. Fact is, we're not going to recoup our money on this no. thing. So if no, we no, can no, no. do a little more, whether it's uh, through Ozark's Food Harvest stuff or just uh, plugging restaurants out there yeah. that are struggling, we, we would really love to do so. Or if some other business wants to sponsor the show in a way that makes sense, mm-hmm. like not a food business, they're a play. I don't know. We're open to that, too. Sure. I, just, I can do a Call of Duty tournament. All suggestions welcome that don't involve us getting restaurant workers together for a Call of Duty tournament yeah. at Contender Esports. A national <sighs> or an international chain business mm-hmm. that has whatever. Yeah. You know, Seems like a small nice guy, closed. Though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you know, he was. He was nice. 
All right, we got anything else before we uh, wrap this bad boy up so, for the year 2020? Andy? I feel pretty good about this. What a great I'm glad year we had this conversation. Yeah, we there was the the big thing that happened to everybody. You got the stuff out of your head. Yeah, there was a Godzilla on our uh-huh. shores. There was a Godzilla on our shores, famously. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's right. I did get that thing taken out of my head. Yeah, it's been a minute ago. Yeah. Basically, almost uh, a year. Yeah, it was a year ago, like right now, January that you knew that the... it was uh, coming. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that man, you're in a better spot yeah. than you were last year. It, oh. was, it was kind of a you know scary time. Yeah, this time last year, and and it, it just kind of no longer it is. is. Yeah, and I, I love uh, the glow up I've seen in you, Andy, and, and uh, the uh, wonderful things happening in your life. Uh, we're not going to get too much into them, but I'm just so happy for you, and yeah, uh, and I hope I that, uh, that man. 21 just brings us uh, all the joy that yeah. the world has to I mean, offer. This, this year, personally, for me, has been weirdly really good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I made an album. Dropped uh, a good album. Uh, and we did this. Like, we just started the Tower Club this year. Like, this, I... Uh, I found out that I'm comfortable just being alone, which I I I uh, struggled with for, for a long time. Sure. Like I just be in my house by myself, and it's okay. I'm a gr- I'm I have grown as a person, Dan, and it's been really nice. Like wow, I live with the constant dread that everybody else does. But like, if you were to look oh, at the things that have happened in my life this year, it's it's mostly almost entirely positive. Yeah, like it was there. The surgery was uh, not without risk. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and like there was a chance that that tumor would have come back and it didn't come back. You know, it, it there's no no resurgence of the uh, those those cells, which is which is awesome. It's fantastic. So, Andy, mm-hmm. uh, we got anything else? I don't know. Go support the Southwest Mo Solidarity yeah. uh, Network out there. SWMO underscore solidarity. I would like to get more we'll involved do, with them in some way. Let's record a couple of ads for them right after this. Oh, we yeah. talked about doing no, that. no, yeah. that sounds fantastic. They're, they're doing some really great things out there. I mean, it's uh, you can keep track of them on Twitter. I'm sure they have like a Facebook too. It's dire times out mm-hmm. there, folks. And oh. it, it's it's really it's bad. Oh, yeah. And your city doesn't care a- no, actively, actively making life more difficult for uh, people that don't have homes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Great, in, great in, a, in a really bad way. It's a, yeah. But, you know, get out there and do what you can to help those who are <laughs> less fortunate. And, 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 uh, and when I say our city, I don't mean the people here. I mean, our government, yeah. our elected officials have demonstrated that they do not care. Yeah. They will not allow people to put up tents that they can live in mm-hmm. in the cold. That yeah. That is a decision that you're, if you're listening, elected officials made. Yeah. Um, and you have the power with your vote to do something about that. Uh, Tony L.J. Robinson spearheaded that whole the whole request by the NAACP to lift that ban and the city just slapped it right down. Yep. So. Oh, boy. Well, that's depressing. Yeah, uh, it is. Anything else? I don't think so, Dan. I mean, I, I it's sad to end it on that note, but like, whatever. Well, we're not going to end it on that note. Listeners are going to hear the uh, Todd Glass cameo that's that right. we've alluded to uh, okay. for the last couple weeks. I bought this in anticipation for Dan Simber. Todd Glass very kindly got back to me very quickly on cameo and recorded this for us. It's seven minutes long. It's very rambling. He says Dan Simber a bunch. He talks about Andy a little bit. There's a lot of good spring food mo content in there, especially if you are a fan of the fantastic stand-up comic Todd Glass, who hopefully will someday appear on the show yeah. if, if things ever yeah. open up and become right again. He he gives us his word in the cameo sure. towards the end that, that he will in fact awesome. come on. 
Uh, but yeah, that's all. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for continuing to listen. And Thank if you. you made it to this point in the episode, you are a true fan of the show. And that's you, right. I appreciate you even more than everybody else. Yep. If you didn't listen this far, then you know what you can do. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. Well, well, well. Well, how are you? You're good? I didn't know it was Dan Sember. I would have made a bigger deal about it, you know? Come on, it's Dan Sember, everybody. Everybody's excited. You thought Happy Honda Days was a big deal? Nothing compared to this. There we go. Hello, hello, hello. Now, let's get all the business out of the way. Um, you could, uh, some people say it's dark when I record these. So all I say, all I say is, Turn up the brightness on whatever you're watching it on. And then you'll be like, oh, it is okay. Who wants to do anything in the bright? I don't want to do anything in the bright. So where do I start? I did email you back, by the way, or through Cameo, and say, could you give me more details? But I didn't hear back from you, so I just figured I'll, I can figure it out. I was like, give me some more details. What do you want? Are you going to chop it up? I don't know. You probably won't chop it up. If I thought you were going to chop it up, I would just give you, like, it's dance. You know, maybe I could do something like, you'll just, like, maybe I could say, it's, uh, it's, hold on, give me a second. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's December. It's December. Without having a wink at the end. It's Hey everybody, it's Dan Sember. I missed the wink. It's Dan Sember. What? It's Dan Sember. Hey. Now what about Andy? How come he doesn't get any? It's Andy November. And and Vember. Ugh. Exhausting. Well, let me say some nice things about Springfield. I actually have a lot. You know, when I worked, I worked at the Blue Room. You don't know what to expect. You hear it's in a pool hall. But then when you go through the pool hall all the way in the back, there was like this, it was a really cool room. I really had a lot of fun there. I mean, as you can see, I went once and I went back within a year. Todd Berry asked me about it. And I said, it was great. It was really great. I had such a great time there. You know, I like fines. You know, like, because no one knows what you park, you walk through a pool hall, you go down a little ramp, and then you go into that room, and you're like, it was really cool. It was like swanky cool, and I loved it. I had a really good time there, and I met a lot of really nice people there, smoked a little 
uh, a lot and um, had a lot of uh, whatever the burgers they were serving over there. I think I had three a night. And it was a lot of fun. So there you go. There's that. And um, I hope it comes back because I feel like, you know, the Blue Room was, and I love that name. I hate when a comedy club is, you know, Spagigis or Bagoogoo or, you know, whatever they are. You know, the, the punchline. Well, punchline's all right, actually. Um, but you know what I mean, those wacky names. Great, i got to tell people, hey, where are you working? Well, you're in, oh, I'm, uh, well, I'm working in Springfield. I'm at Kukulhako. Uh, uh, but the Blue Room, just a nice name, like a name, something you would name a jazz club. But I feel like he was just getting ready. He was trying to up the comedians he brought in, and that's why I told Todd he would have a great time. And, and then all of a sudden, boom, but it'll end. The Blue Room will live on. I know it. The Blue Room will live on. So Springfield, I thought it was a quaint little place. I, I actually, Like I said, I really had a good time there. Now Dan, 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 and Andy. Dan and Andy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Dan and Andy. Ladies and gentlemen, we gather here today during Dan-cember. Dan-cember. December, Dan-cember. I get it. Um, what can I say about Dan and Andy? Well, they're, the, they're like family to me. Without, why am I yelling? Is this even giving you what you want? Ugh, I feel it's horrible. Maybe I should just give you your money back. What could I do? Like, maybe, like, do a little opening for your show? Will it, will it sound good? Uh, what, what would I do? I would do something like, um, hmm, what's your podcast called? You didn't even tell me what your podcast was called, did you? Hold on, I'm getting a text. Don't get mad at me. Uh, no, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't give me your details. So I could just go, ladies and gentlemen, they'll talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dan and Andy. I'm exhausted. I hope somewhere within there was something that you were looking for. But I do remember you reaching out to me, obviously, and I was up for doing it and uh, eating some cool food, and who, who wouldn't want to do that? But when it comes back, I will be back. Have a good rest of your Thanksgiving weekend. If you get this in time, you'll see that I did ask you some details, but hopefully with what I had, I, I gave you what you wanted. And um, I don't know if it's your anniversary. If you said... Oh, it's our anniversary show. But maybe it isn't. Maybe you're listening to this right now going, No, Todd, everything's perfect. It's not an anniversary. It's not our birthday. It's not our 200th episode. Whatever it is, just in case it is. Just in case it is. Jennifer. Happy Happy, whatever you need to be happy about, Dan and Andy.